Welcome back to the Security Asia podcast. My name is Ron Efron, and I'm here today with Avi Chai Seri again. Today, I'm coming to you from Singapore. I finally moved to Singapore from Shanghai. Um, and after the lockdown for a few months where we were not able to record anything, hopefully we're back in business. Avi Chai is still in California. And today, we're going to touch base on this interesting news that we had, uh, what is it, like a month ago, Avi Chai? Something like that, I would say a month ago. Yeah, so basically there was a, a bug that was discovered in the Mercury panels, which is considered a zero-day exploit, uh, which is a security risk. And Mercury panels, if you don't know, are one of the most widely used panels and access control um, in the world. So Avichai, why don't you summarize this for us and um, tell us a little bit about it. Sure. So I think like uh, let's start maybe a little bit with a step uh, back towards what is a zero-day exploit. Um, basically, a zero-day exploit is a vulnerability that you're able to find, that a hacker is able to f- discover based on the hardware or software that is is the infrastructure, basically, of your product, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're talking about uh, security systems and we're talking about access control panels, then there are different layers here where you could find these zero-day exploits coming from the manufacturer of the board and coming from the firmware that's specific for different brands that embed their firmware. And um, and then you could basically have the other physical components that are related to that board as, as an exploit. But above that, when you're talking already about like a different software product such as uh, Linnell or any access control system, that's already a different level uh, when we're talking about this. Uh, even though there could also be like zero-day exploits in a specific software, so that means that this software has uh, some opening, let's say, that allows hackers easily to get into right. uh, your systems and get gain that control. Uh, but when we're talking here in this conversation, we're talking specifically on the layers of the hardware and the firmware. Now, basically, there are cybersecurity firms that uh, what they do is they search for vulnerabilities. If it's because, um, let's say, a company hires them to do that for compliance issues, or it's them uh, initiating this so they could get some kind of reward back or uh, just show their credibility in the market. Uh, there's a cybersecurity firm called Trellix, and they are the ones that found uh, this Mercury panel vulnerability. Uh, so, so before we just talk a little bit more about that, an important point to mention, and we'll mention it also in the end, is that there is a firmware update out there, and it's available to anyone that has Mercury panels, and that should solve the zero-day exploits. Right. So, so that's very important to start with please everyone make sure you update the firmware right so hold on Abihai. so usually hear about zero day exploits in in the context of like microsoft or like these commonly used software right yeah how did how do they find it on a mercury panel it's kind of unusual isn't it so i, I wouldn't say that it's unusual because when you also when you talk about microsoft google or any cloud service also car manufacturers that everything is computers right now in our cars so the ability to hack into into these environments 
is basically there are different layers, as we mentioned. And the zero-day exploit is saying, okay, I'm challenging quality of creation. So mercury panels are something that are well-known in the market, exist for how many years, and who's trying to challenge that? Who's, who would imagine that you could find such a vulnerability? And a zero-day vulnerability means that there's direct access into your system. Who would imagine that you could have that in a mercury panel? So if nobody could imagine that, that also means that nobody's really checking that. So what this company did is basically challenged that assumption and said, okay, I'm going to be the one that's going to look into it and try. And basically, in the end of the day, everything has operating system, right? We don't, we're not able to have a conversation with hardware. I can't go to the hardware and tap on it and it understands what I want it to do. So for that, we create a layer of some sort of communication, some sort of language that I'm able to key in and the hardware will respond to that in the way that I want. So one of the most common, uh, let's say, communication layers, and we call it in, the, in, in, the, in a broad level, we call that an operating system, is a Linux system. Now, these Linux systems, there are different sizes of packages and, and some that are very unique and specific for these kinds of hardware, such as these panels. So someone that has knowledge about Linux systems is able to say, okay, I could try and hack basically mm. any piece of hardware. It doesn't matter if it's a firmware for security services or if it's a firmware for a car or for a machine in a in a gas uh, facility. That is the, the Linux system that they're trying to create access to. So once you're able to like run the basics, right? So, sometimes you find zero-day exploits also just by running the basics the basic way to like gain access into a system. Right. So so they've ran here a set of packages. So you could like the, the hacking industry has preset packages. You could even find hacking as a service solutions and they have preset packages. So they all they have to do is um, you give them an IP address and they just run all those packages on that environment or device. So that's already preset. So the minute that discovered that on the Mercury panels, from there it's just pretty easy. Right. Do we know who hired this firm to do this, or did they just they just did it for fun? I don't. I wouldn't say for fun. There's a business value for them doing this, but I don't know exactly if it's a company that hired them, or or they took it an initiative okay. on this. Well, a lot of multinationals, a lot of the largest companies in the world are using Mercury panels or some sort of variations of Mercury panels, so that makes sense. So Mercury came out with a patch to their firmware rather quickly, isn't that correct? Yeah, I would say that they they came out with a uh, with a response to that uh, within a few days. So that's something that everyone should pay attention to. I just want to also mention that it might be a little confusion for some uh, companies that uh, hold, for example, Linellus two or do not hold Linellus two and think that it's only for there's a vulnerability only for that system, but no, it's it's a vulnerability for anyone that uses Mercury panels. Sorry, yeah. regardless of the branded um, access control system, this vulnerability uh, would exist regardless. Correct. So any 
any company that has LP or EP controllers, um, please again, make sure that you're looking at your firmware okay. updates and, and making sure it's up to date. And where can they find this firmware update? So basically at that point, it depends on uh, what access control system is managing these devices. Mm. Um, different access control systems have their way of uh, updating the firmware. So I would recommend to reach out to your uh, service provider and and do it together and and make sure that it that it's up to date. Just to, to mention a little bit about how so now we talked about how the hackers were able to create this exploit, right? This zero day exploit. But what does it really mean on on the situation? And this I think is a great example for us to learn from. When we talk about any security products, basically this vulnerability in your environment, a hacker is able to open a door and close a door without having any log in the history about that. So that is something that if we understand the security of such a situation, you could understand that zero day exploits for security systems is something that there's no monitoring system that could discover that someone is using your system. There's no um, access analytics systems or any type of AI systems that we have these days that detect such vulnerabilities if there's no logs that, that document it, basically. That's why it's so sought after. That's why it's so valuable. Right, right. So, So that just shows a little bit more about the importance of uh, us in the security business, uh, making sure that we are on top of anything regarding okay. the security of the security systems. Are you aware of um, of other activity going on uh, testing other types of systems? Um, so I, I could say that different vendors have, uh, I think that each one that wants to be relevant in the market, they do such vulnerability testings. Right, so they have reports, they have information around when's the last time they've done such a test, what were their results, what did they fix, stuff like that. Mm. Some of them share with their clients, some do not, but that's something that's definitely a legit question to ask the vendors of the products that you're consuming and, and make sure that they're on top of it. Okay, that's great, and we'll continue to monitor this. As we all know, the um, convergence of cyber-related threats and physical-related threats is fully on us and uh, will continue to be. So we want to be aware of these issues. We'll leave some other link, interesting links and vi- to videos and other, other aspects in our notes of this uh, podcast. Take a look and stay tuned for future updates. Thank you, Avichai, and I'll be talking to you soon. Thank you.